0: Okay, so I don't want you to think that I've um, taken like a vacation or anything um, or run out of things to say. The original recording, uh, going into more information about the legal system, unfortunately I made a couple of bloopers that I repeated consistently throughout the recording, saying um, unjustly instead of unjustly. And, of course, in order to edit that, it's some type of chore. (laughs) So we're going to go on today. Um, Again, more on the news about some young man. that The police restrained at 17 years old. And he, of course, is dead. Very common occurrence here. And like I said in my earlier recordings, it's not something exceptional. It has been contiguous in America for some time. We were talking about the domino effect and how every time anyone of color or any person is either falsely accused, falsely restrained, falsely incarcerated, the repercussions behind what transgresses with their their life. As human beings, we are not a singular quote unquote organism. We have family, friends, children, so on and so forth. And everything that happens to us has a continuous effect on all who love us. I didn't want to just jump into what had been done to me and my family. I gave you a little bit of the, um, how shall I say, sneak peek when I mentioned that our a federal government had stormed a church that my son was in. That is just the tip of the iceberg. After this last Christmas holiday, I see now that the damages done to my family have had long-term repercussions I know that as a human being and people, we sometimes think that there's a solution to all that happens in our life. Some of us think that by talking about it, it helps resolve it. Some of us think by acting out, it releases the buildup of whatever it is that has been done to you. I don't think there's actually any real-time solution to being wronged. So let me clarify on that. You tell someone or someone in your family gets accused of something they didn't do. They get punished for what they haven't done. They may have had their whole life destroyed behind it. I don't believe that there's any cure-all for that. I don't believe that speaking about it, talking about it, trying to forget it, I don't, I don't believe that that's actually potentially possible even. I believe that the American judicial system is structured so that whatever has been done becomes continuous. So let me, let me clarify on that. You, you haven't done anything wrong, but everybody believes that you do. You get punished for something you didn't do. And what if the American judicial system doesn't just punish you for a day or a year or 10 years or 20 years after that punishment, which was unjustified to begin with, has completed, they continue to persecute you by other means. For example, uh, we have these labels we put on people, we call them felons, or criminals, all these different labels, and of course once they've labeled you, and not just because of the bigotry, this is an addition to being born black and guilty. They put this other label on you, which you carry with you. So every time you get pulled over, every time they pull up your records, uh, every time you converse with them, they have this little document or documentation that says, oh, hey, look, we see that you know us or you've had contact with us or you've had experience in this, this matter of injustice. You know how it goes. You know how persecution works. You know how discrimination functions. You're in America, you know You know the story. I mean, you're lucky. You survived. You're lucky. You're not dead on the side of the street, in a cell, in the middle of the road. You're supposed to count your blessings. You're as one of uh, these men told, to me, uh, told me at one time. You're, you're a survivor. What exactly is a survivor? Someone that is able to withstand false persecution, lynchings. Yes, legalized lynchings. Prejudices, biases, indoctrinations. Because you have to remember, uh, the American judicial system doesn't just try to falsely imprison and punish. No, that's that would be just getting off easy. They have to go in and justify what they're doing. So, and part of that justification is. Semi brainwashing or indoctrination. So, you didn't do anything wrong. They say that you did. They incarcerate you or punish you. And that is not sufficient because that in itself, you know, hurting your family, your friends, yourself, your body, the demeaning degradation of having them in your life isn't sufficient. So, on top of that, they have to go in with the psychological end and justify their actions. And how do they do that? You brought it on yourself. This is your fault. That's what you get for being born black <laughs> in in America. This is all your fault. I mean, had you been a person that didn't have color in your skin, you wouldn't be here. Or, oh, I'm sorry, why were you being honest? Are you stupid? Do you have a mental handicap that made you tell the truth? How naive. That's why this case uh, with uh, this young man, the one that was walking around with a gun, never ceases to amaze me. It is, like I said in the earlier recording, recording, the epitome of discrimination and bias. It's a perfect example. Like I said earlier, I can't think of anyone of color having committed the atrocity of killing two people and injuring another that has walked away with it. And of course, you never in the American history We'll find any person of color that has done anything, even nearly remotely as heinous as this case, and be walking out amongst us. I mean, that's a given. There's no denying it. Do do your search. Go to Google. Put in keyword, how many people of color have committed murder, self-defense or otherwise, and are free in the American public. And I can tell you right now that that search results will be zero. I think they call it, uh, I think they have new groups. They no longer use those three letter symbols to designate themselves. Now, I think there are groups that they label themselves with numbers. Um, I know it begins with a one-four and like i said earlier they are not wearing those sheets any longer they're walking around they're sitting behind benches as our judges wearing uniforms as our law officers wearing pinstripe suits as our attorneys you know they're they're in there they haven't disappeared their mind hasn't changed Their opinion hasn't changed. The years just keep rolling, that's just normal, but people don't change the way they feel. And a lot of them, it was bred into them. So what do you do? The judicial system is corrupt, and we all know it. And yet, hundreds of years, decades later, has there really been anything accomplished in rectifying it? I don't I don't believe so. I had a conversation with one of my children during the holidays about dogs, I know. A ridiculous subject, right? We got into this discussion about how they feel dogs are equally as important as people and should be treated just as humanely as a living human being. That's one of my younger children. You know, I try to reframe from getting into these philosophical conversations with them because, you know, being in the age range that they are, they've already made up their mind. Again, like we all have, what they consider to be right and wrong. My rebuttal is really quite simple. You, you don't need to be in love with a dog or any animal to treat it fairly. And by the same token, if you don't care for dogs or, or animals, that's also your prerogative. It is the same opinionated behavior that we face with our people of color in society. So it is not important that you love me, that you care for me, that you need to take me into your home. What is important is that you treat me as you would any other living human being. That's it. You don't need to care for me. You don't even need to like me. But treat with treat me with the dignity that a living human being deserves. And yes, I do believe, and we had this discussion, that human beings are not equal with animals. And, and and as she said it, it was, you know, through her lack of knowledge insulting why because for many many decades many centuries people of color black people have been equated with being animalistic so let me clarify we we're supposed to be animals remember we're supposed to have a tail swing from trees eat bananas whatever but still even though we have been portrayed as being an animal they did not have never treated us with the love and affection that they would a dog, even. Absolutely not. I mean, they buy sweaters for their dogs, put little collars on their necks with their name on it. A lot of them sleep with their dogs in the bed, buy them food, special treats, make sure they're eating right. Take them even to the veterinarians, which are very expensive, by the way. They're animals. And yet, human beings of color were thrown in the bottom of the ships to let die. Enslaved, basically with the intent of, work till you die, genocide. It's a contradiction. So, according to society, people of color, no, they're not animals. No, 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 animals have priority over people of color. Being a black person, you're not as important as your basic canine. They're not going to treat you with love and affection and take you into their home to make sure that you're fed or sheltered. No, absolutely not. Of course not. Because animals, you know, they can't do for themselves. They can't take care of themselves. That's the theory behind it. Our judicial system functions just like that. According to the American judicial system, people of color, and I'm specifically talking about black people, are dispensable. They were born into this, how should I say this, this time strictly for one purpose, to be persecuted, prosecuted, tortured, whatever, whatever anyone feels like doing to them. And it is okay because they're black. It's okay if you hit them in the head, shoot them in the bed, kill them on the streets. It's okay if you attack them. If you try to hurt them or hurt their baby, hurt their children, take their children, it doesn't matter. They're black. We can do whatever we want to them. This is the philosophy of America. So my response to my daughter was um, basically, you know, and it was my daughter, You know, don't, don't misunderstand me. I have an affection for animals, but animals belong outside. That's, that's my opinion. It doesn't mean I don't care for them. It's just that they have their place. I don't need to love every human being in this world, but they have their place too. We all do to be treated with dignity and respect and equality. That's our God-given birthright, period. No matter what color our skin, no matter how our hair grows, we were born into it as human beings and at no time will I ever value the life of any animal, a bird, a fish, a cat, a dog, a kangaroo, and they're funny, by the way, any animal, more than I will, the life of a human being, and that should be just a given. And see, the problem is, if if they do value these other things more than a human being, and more specifically, more than a person of color, a black person, and it's always a black person, then all that does basically is state that they've given more value to the animal's life than they do ours. And I, I'm not on that train. Absolutely not. Chances are, the people that you see walking around with a little collar on their dog and a little sweater and they're carrying them in the little stroller and they have little cribs for their tiny little animals or their gargantuous huge animals, whatever the case may be, chances are, I guarantee you, that A, they don't care much for people. And B, I guarantee you that they think more of those animals than they do any black person. And the reason they do is because they think or they feel that they don't like people to begin with. Animals are better. They can't talk. They can't think. You know, they don't have an opinion. You know, all they do is look at you and follow you around like a like an animal, like a dog. I mean, it, it takes a <laughs> a special type of intelligence to be able to deal with a human being that doesn't agree with you. It's a lot of work. Animals? No. You don't have to worry about any of that. Just like the judicial system in in America. You don't have to worry about being found guilty. You're black. You were born guilty. Anyway, I'm going to... uh, Revamp so to speak the uh, second part of the legal system where I go into a little bit more details. I will give you a teaser Uh, What initiated this uh, happened? 27 years ago That's correct 27 years ago you would think that it's uh, Said and done, but uh, no justice has not been served You know, it's just like a, a cancer some things just don't go away Unless they're treated. Anyway, I look forward to speaking with you. Talk to you soon.